You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast. Where you'll get proven strategies to start and grow your online business from in the trenches digital entrepreneurs. EntrepreneurIgnited.com. Launch your online business. Live your dreams. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, a podcast to design to skip the hype, skip all the BS, and just bring you guys real actual tips and strategies to help you grow your business and income on the internet. This is your host, Derek Gale, and today we are going to be diving deep into joint ventures. And uh, today's guest, he's uh, an internet national best-selling author, author, a massively successful entrepreneur, having built and sold numerous uh, multi-million dollar businesses. And uh, around the industry, he's known as a joint venture expert. Uh, he's the founder of the Joint Venture Group. He's had over 15 years of sales and business experience. Uh, so before we dive into this, I'd like to welcome Soel Khan to the show. Hi, well, Derek. Thank you for ha- having me. Absolutely. Thanks so much for being here. Now, uh, before we get started, can you just take a minute and expand on my introduction? And more specifically, just give us an idea of your journey. I mean, we were talking just briefly before we got started recording. And I mean, you you live in three different countries. You've started sold numerous businesses. Uh, give us your story. How did you get started? How did you get to be this joint venture guy? Oh God, where do I start? So originally, um, I trained as an accountant, <clears throat> and um, it was something I I I, I did. Obviously, it was a family, a cultural thing. You know, either in my family you become a doctor, uh, an attorney, uh, an accountant accountant, an astronaut, you know, so I, I opted to become an accountant. But spending my time working at an, a top accountancy firm, I realized that, you know, I was more of an entrepreneur rather than someone who would be working for somebody else. And I really enjoy helping other people, especially when it came to things like IT and computers. So I left that um, uh, that job um, and I did a, a, a master's in international business with IT. And, you know, back then, 96, 97, it was the infancy of the internet, right? It was like nobody knew what this internet thing was. And I wrote a thesis um, called The Impact of the Internet on the Manufacturing Industry because a lot of people were saying, oh, what is this new thing called the internet? How is it going to impact the manufacturing industry? And I wrote this thesis and then my professor posted it online. And now if you around like we were back in the days of the internet you know that you know there was uh, no such things as um uh, you know internet search engines we had things like bulletin boards mm-hmm. so um my professor posted it onto a bulletin board and i started getting contacted by a lot of venture capital firms uh, dot-com companies uh, corporate companies asking me the question so hell what is this thing called the internet we've read your thesis we'd like you to come and uh, talk to us about how you know the internet. We can use it in in, in our business. So straight out from that, I was um, uh, consulting with uh, some very very big companies, uh, venture capital firms. Actually, one of my first clients was a company called QVC, uh, QVC.com. Before they uh, set up the website, um, I was doing some consulting with them. This was back in sort of ninety seven nine. And um, Google was launched in uh, 1998. So uh, that was the really the infancy of the internet. And, um, you know, I spent a lot of time as an internet marketing consultant back in those days, uh, working with some of these big companies. I mean, and, and as you know, back then when 
during the dot-com bubble, um, uh, the, the dot-com boom, a lot of companies were spending money on uh, marketing. So I was this you know, young cons- internet marketing consultant working with some big companies who were spending between you know twenty and forty thousand dollars per marketing uh, uh, contract that we had with them, and it was a, a great time for us until two thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the year two thousand, we had the dot com bubble burst. Um, a lot of the, our clients closed their doors. A lot of them went out of business, and ourselves, we were caught in. Uh, a, a bit of a, uh, a situation because not only had the dot-com bubble burst and we lost a lot of our clients, we also had Y2K then as well. And a lot of consultants like ourselves, you know, uh, computer consultants were blamed for Y2K. So we had an issue, um, uh, you know, uh, we lost a lot of business. Our consultancy, um, we couldn't get any more clients because, you know, back back then, the Y2K, we were blamed for that also. So early 2000, we um, what we did was we developed this website, actually, and it was a website that we used to go and showcase to our clients. And all it was was um, computer training manuals, PDF manuals on a website uh, connected to a shopping cart and people would come onto the website and buy a PDF manual and download it. And we would get orders every day. So that site was ticking away, doing about $5,000 a month, like clockwork. So when we lost all our consulting clients, we decided to diversify, which is something that, you know, every business looks at in in, in certain situations. And in early 2000, we decided to focus on this small little website we had, which was um, uh, selling computer training manuals online as uh, PDF manuals, which people would just would go online. They would find us on Google. When Google was first launched, it was very easy to get ranked on number one because there weren't many companies on Google. So people would find us on Google. They would go to our website and they would, you know, um, uh, download these PDF manuals like clockwork. So it was really an, an, a very much an early automated internet business um, that we had. And um, we decided early 2000 to focus on this business and grow it. And I think the thing that really started for me, especially when it came to joint ventures, was I came across a book by actually one of my actually my one of my mentors now, a guy called Jay Abraham, and the book was Getting Everything You Can Out of All You've Got. And in the book, Jay spoke about you know how you could literally get other people to market and promote your products and services literally for free for no uh, initial cost up front. And um, uh, obviously give them a commission if they made any sales. But initially up front, if you didn't have a budget in place or you uh, you were in a catch-22 where you couldn't spend money to make money, you could use joint ventures as a marketing um, uh, avenue to get other companies to promote for you. So this is what really started for me. This is what really excited me. And I decided to do my first joint venture. So what I did was, um, and like we are now, people complain about the economy that oh, there's a, you know, they're, they're no one's spending any money or it's a it's a downward uh, trend economy. But that's sometimes the best opportunities for you to really make money because there's more opportunities and people will work with you and collaborate with you. So my first joint venture in early 2000 was I approached a um, a uh, an IT recruitment agency, uh, one of the biggest in Europe, and. I- I, all I did was set up a proposition. I said, if I could um, uh, create an additional revenue profit stream for you without increasing your overhead, would you be interested? Now, obviously, they they emailed me back and said, yes, we would. So I went to go and have a meeting with them. And my proposition was, look, hey, here's our website. 
this is a product that we're selling. It's doing very well. These are the testimonials. These are the people buying the product. These are our conversion rates. And all there were were computer training manuals that people would download from the website. So we spoke to this company. I said, look, how many um, people do you have in your databases? We have 150,000 IT professionals. So I said, look, right now, that's your only revenue stream, right? And right now, because of Y2K and the way the economy is, nobody's employing consultants because, you know, uh, uh, there's there's no jobs. So I said, if that's your only revenue stream, I could create an additional revenue stream for you. All you have to do is basically, you know, endorse our computer training manuals to your list of IT professionals. And for everyone that they purchase, we'll give you a commission. Now, the great thing is, um, they asked me the question that, okay, in your email, you said that you, you, would create, you could create an additional revenue stream for us. But, you know, we wouldn't have to increase our overheads, which means we wouldn't have to pay for it. I said, yeah, it's simple. What are you currently doing right now? And they said, well, every fortnight we send a newsletter to our hold list, you know, um, uh, promoting all the jobs we have. I said, well, there's not many jobs out there right now. So if you put a banner in your newsletter promoting our computer training manuals uh, for everyone that, um, uh, that, that you sell or every person that purchases, we'll give you a percentage kickback. Now, we had an affiliate program already set up, an online affiliate uh, um, uh, uh, program, and we would just put the link in the banner. The banner would go out, and then we could provide them with weekly or monthly reporting and say, look, this is what we've got. These are the conversions. These are the people who have clicked on the link to, to, to purchase. These are the sales. Here's your commission. Now, the interesting thing was, Derek, is that this was the first joint venture that, that, that I really ever got involved in. And um, it was phenomenal. You know, our small little website that we had um, selling com computer training manuals online, I think in our first year, we did close to seventy dollars to $90,000 in our first year. But with this joint venture, with this company, in our second year, our turnover went up from 90000 to just shy of about $350,000. So that was the power of, of doing joint ventures. And that's what really got me hooked. Oh, that's fantastic! Now, uh, let's let's start diving into joint ventures, and I, I kind of just want to start at the beginning, right? So, you know, I've got a lot of people that are that are newer to being entrepreneurs and and business owners, and uh, a lot of times you say joint venture, and they think, ah, oh, that's that sounds like something for bigger businesses. It's not for small businesses. Um, so, let's start by answering the question of, you know. How do you define a joint venture and and how are you using them to grow businesses? Okay, so it's 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 very true. Whichever sort of different circles we tend to move in and we we mention the name joint ventures or, or the or the term joint venture, it always has a different meaning because mm -hmm. if you're if you're working in the IM space, for example, internet marketing, when you mention joint venture people automatically think okay you know we, we we basically promote to each other's lists that's what a joint venture is mm -hmm. um if you if you're working on, on more what i tend to do a lot of a lot of uh, corporate consulting nowadays <clears throat> a joint venture is really they see it as a strategic alliance you know two different companies forming one company to do a joint venture so it's such a different um perspective on uh, different uh, levels of business but Put, simply put, when I when I talk about this subject on stage or, or where whether I'm talking to clients, a joint venture is really just um, a partnership between two or, or, or two or more entities or businesses who are looking to um, uh, you know reach the same audience base or share complementary resources. So I'll give you a classic example. 
let's say you have a luxury bathroom tar manufacturer and a luxury bathroom suite manufacturer. Now, these are the only sort of products that they produce. And the great thing is they share the same customers. So they have complementary resources that they can use to promote each other. But the issue is, most of the times, these two companies see each other as competitors. But that's where it takes a third person to come with the equation, someone like myself, who's a you know JV broker, joint venture broker or joint venture consultant, to put these companies together and manage a joint venture partnership to make sure that both sides um, do produce uh, and that joint venture does mon- does monetize itself and you know we obviously pick up commission so in in layman's um terms that's the basis of how a joint venture partnership works okay so and i, I like the way you put that especially because obviously i have a, a bigger following in the im space in the internet marketing space and yes. you're right that 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 when you say joint venture, people are like, okay, I'll mail for you, you mail for me, right? Like, you know, and it's typically yeah, some kind yeah. of an affiliate relationship, but it goes so much deeper than that. And and when you look outside the internet marketing world, and you've done it, so many creative ways to leverage joint ventures to mu- build mutually beneficial relationships to grow companies. Now, the... The question that I get and I, a lot from small businesses and entrepreneurs, people getting started is, you know, I want a joint venture with, you know, company X, but they're way bigger than me. Why would they want to do business with me? How do I get their attention? Yeah, I mean, what's your advice? Okay, that's an easy question to answer because that is something that I always uh, um advise smaller companies to try because right now again in this in the current of- economy we are and the way the business climate is a lot of bigger companies are always looking for opportunities they they don't pass on opportunities as much as they used to so any small business should not be afraid to approach a larger company if you have a great product if you have a great uh, um, customer following you have a raving fan base you have great testimonials if your product is great and you believe in your product and if it is a proven and tested product there's no reason why you can't approach any big company with a proposal. So don't be afraid to do that because bigger companies are like smaller companies. They're always on the outlook to grow their own businesses also. So I'd definitely give that advice out. Uh, absolutely. And so now when I was looking through some of your different talking points and stuff like that and some of the, the stuff that you, you teach, there's one thing that stood out to me. And, and you talk about how anyone can create uh, – money without even having a product list or traffic. And, and I saw that, I'm like, well, that sounds pretty sexy. <laughs> so can you elaborate on that? I'll give you a classic example, something that we had a discussion uh, just before the, the interview. Um, a few years ago, I, 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 I was married and I said to my wife, you know, let's take a year out. You know, we have, it's, it's basically our honeymoon period. I'll stop work and um, let's go travel the world. So we ended up in Thailand first. We lived there for six months and um, my wife didn't enjoy it as much as I did. So I said, okay, um, let's move to Dubai. Now, Dubai is a place in the Middle East where I've done lots of business and and I've done lots of work in the past. Uh, And um, when I moved to Dubai, I got very bored. And, you know, the the, the old entrepreneurial brain started um, uh, (laughs) turning. Yeah, started turning. And I thought, you know what? I'd love to set up a business in Dubai. But I have no product. I have no list. I have no knowledge of how business works in the Middle East. I have no contacts, nothing. What I ended up doing was um, creating and setting up a publishing company 
on the back of other people's infrastructure resources. Now, in Dubai, you need things like licenses for business, okay? What we managed to do was we managed to um, basically really piggyback and set up strategic partnerships and joint ventures with conferencing and event organizing uh, companies um, who, in turn, provided us with advertisers for our magazine, which was digital magazine for the training market in the Middle East. Before we even launched the magazine, we were up, we, we were making five figures on advertising. And then when we, when we eventually launched the magazine, um, we basically um, got joint venture partners to write all the content. So we did nothing. Uh, in, a, in, in essence, we use everyone else. Yeah, we use everyone else's resources and infrastructure to create this new business, which did six figures. And we, we, we recently sold that business so it's 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 phenomenal what you can do anywhere in the world you know i there's there's an old joke because i remember um and i forgot the guy's name but he always used to say in the in the internet marketing space drop me anywhere in the world with a laptop and i, I can make money okay mm-hmm. it's the same with joint ventures i say to people drop me anywhere in the world and i can set up joint ventures anywhere um uh, as long as there is a business so okay Walk me through this, what this looks like, because so you have an idea, you, you approach these publishing, you don't, you don't even have a magazine yet and exactly. you're selling advertising. What did that first, like how, who did you talk to? What did that, how did you pitch that? You didn't even have a magazine. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what we did step by step. I'll tell you exactly. Okay. We, we sold the, we sold the business now, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I, first of all, um, went online. Um, I went to LinkedIn groups, uh, that had training groups in the Middle East, and I, I sent a questionnaire out, surveymonkey.com. I did a survey of what they wanted, what they were looking for, what was where there was a gap in the market. And I there was a gap in the market. There was no official training magazine in the Middle East, okay, which was shocking. I was like, wow, training and consultancy are two of the biggest licenses that people buy in the Middle East. But there was no one serving that market. So we did a survey, and then we also asked the people, would you like a, uh, a free copy of the magazine once it's launched? So bang, we had our list. Okay, We had our pre-mailing list already of a couple of hundred people. So even before we went, we launched the magazine, we started approaching um, uh, strategic partners, conference organizers, event organizers, and said, look, we'd like to, um, you know, and this is really cool, Derek, because um, in in the Middle East, especially in Dubai, all the events are lavish. You know, you go to an event and they, they they put on a big spread. You get lunch, you get dinner, you you get treated like a VIP. And we said we would ex- we would write exclusively for them in our magazine, even before the magazine was created. So now we had these uh, now we had these endorsements from these big conferences and these big event organizers before the magazine was launched. Then we said to them that, hey, you know, if uh, you let us, um, uh, if you endorse us to your list, there's businesses on there that would love to advertise in the magazine also. So bang, we got access to that also. So everything was created via using other people's resources. Mm-hmm. And that's how the magazine uh, was launched. That's fantastic. That's Unreal. Okay, so now there's one other area I wanted to dive into with you, and this was, you know, another because I was looking at some of your talking points, some of the stuff, you, you know, some of the stuff you teach. And you were talking about a, you know, a million pound joint venture deal that acquired four million customers in just thirty days, and you spent five hundred dollars. 
Yes. That, <laughs> what the hell did that's, you do? That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> so, that, so that's my that's basically my my signature. Um, uh, you know, talk when I when I when I talk at events around the world. So I'll take you back before how that actually how that came to to being. Um, so so with this, um, when I was talking about the first joint venture I did for our little computer company, now I ended up building that um, uh, business to eight figures. We eventually became a corporate training company, mm-hmm. and in two thousand and six, uh, two thousand six, yeah, two thousand six, I sold a majority stake to a big hundred. 50 million IT group and it was part of cash part equity and I became a, um, a board member of a, of a 150 million IT group I became a multi-millionaire in 2006 2008 that company that I sold um, the majority of my business to went bust okay during oh. the session lost every, yeah we lost everything and um, I because I signed a guarantee with the bank also um, the debt that that company the sister that the actual parent company had um, fell on uh, fell on me also so I was literally wiped out overnight you know I had to sell all my liquidate all my assets negotiate with the bank not to become bankrupt and that was in 2008 so I was broke penniless literally homeless I moved back home to my mother's house um, and I went through a, um, a state of depression because you know when you're used to living a certain lifestyle and then you don't have the income or the cash flow but you still got bills to pay it's horrendous Oh yeah, you know, and, and I do, I do feel for people who go through that, you know, uh, having gone through it myself. And then in two thousand nine, um, I, I said to myself, you know what, I've got to pull myself out of this. I've got to do something. So I decided, basically, as you do, set myself a challenge to make a million dollars in twelve months. I said, you know what, I can do it because I've done joint ventures before. If I do like four or five joint ventures, um, I could de- definitely pull myself out of this. But I was very, very fortunate enough that in two thousand nine. Instead of doing several joint ventures, I ended up just doing one joint venture with a um, direct mail company that um, made me just over $1.5 million in 30 days. And I'll tell you exactly what happened and I'll take you through it step by step how I did that. So I was reading um, a uh, – we have like a, the Mail on Sunday uh, in, in London. It's, it's, it's a Sunday publication. And I came across an ad, a one-page ad, a direct mail ad, and it was for a book called How to Use Your PC in Two Hours. And the book was um, aimed at the uh, at the baby boomer market. And underneath the book, it, it was there was a there was a box saying over four hundred thousand copies sold. Now remember, my background, my previous company was a corporate training, a corporate video training company. So we used to produce video training courses for for corporate companies and i had an idea and i thought there's four they've got four hundred thousand paying customers right so i gave them a call and i say look um i've got the book that that you know that you that i purchased but do you have a video version of the book they said no i said look i've got a video version of this book would you be interested uh in uh, in upselling that to the existing customers who bought the book And the company said yes. So I got a meeting with the company and uh, bear in mind, Derek, that I never had the product. I just pitched it on the phone. So when I went to go and have the initial meeting with the company, the director asked me, okay, so Sahel, do you have this um, the, the, the DVD course that we can see? And I said, no. I had to make an excuse and say, you know, I left my office very quickly and I left the DVD at home. And the company said to me, okay, look, here's the thing. <clears throat> We're really interested in this product that you have. And if you can get it to us within the next sort of five to seven days, we will um, we will have a look at it, and 
if it fits if it fits what it is then yes we'd be interested in doing uh, a jv with you by um, promoting it to our existing customers as an upsell to the book so i left the meeting thinking oh 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 crap that they, they, they really want to do a deal but i don't have a product so this is a number one thing okay in joint ventures if you really want to do high-end joint ventures it's not always about the product it's about the distribution channel so if you can find someone with a list or a distribution channel finding a product is easy okay if someone agrees to you to say okay look you can use our list of whatever or you can use our distribution channel then you can introduce as many products as you want but this is why i say to people that the the, the real secret behind joint ventures is not always a product it's locking down the distribution because that's where the real money is so i had this i had this deal on the table and now i had to go and uh, find a product so i went to um you know to kinkos to uh, to office max to try to find this dvd video of uh you know of how to use your pc so i saw a couple of them in 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 the places and I contacted the companies and I said look I've got a client I reckon we can shift a couple of thousand units of this product but what I need is two, one of two things one is I need it white labeled which is private label rights um, and number two I need uh, I need I need a good uh, good commission off it because you know uh, they were giving me 25-30% off retail and I said no we need more than that because we have to share that between myself and you and the uh, and the JV partner so I gave up on that and then um, I uh, went online and um, I went to uh, a website. And I've got the website. Um, it's um, uh, it, it, it's it's where you it's where you put projects on and people bid on those projects. Oh, uh, like uh, Elance or Upwork. E, that's yeah. it. Sorry, Elance.com. And um, they, uh, the, uh, I put a project up and said, look, I've got this book. Here's the uh, uh, here's the contents. Can someone create a video version of this book? So people bidded on the project and I ended up spending $500, paying $500 for a, a Camtasia <laughs> course based on the book, which obviously I own the rights to. So I got this DVD, went to the direct mail company. They loved it. You know, they loved it. They really loved it. And they said to me, you know, this is exactly like the book. And I said, well, you know, my team's been up and, you know, up and running and they've, they've been doing all the work. Well, obviously I outsourced it really. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, so they, they loved it. And then they said, look, we would love to, um, uh, to promote this to our existing customers. So then I had to start talking about commissions and I said, okay, look, first of all, you're a direct mail company. So, you know, your numbers. Out of the 400,000 customers, how many of them do you think will actually will buy uh, the upsell? And they said, well, we reckon about between 50 and 60% will actually buy the upsell. So that's, that's, that's great. 200,000 uh, people. Good. So then I said to them, so commission-wise, um, what are we looking at? So they gave me a percentage. They said, <coughs> we'll give you this percent. I said, look. Let's make this easy. What do you want to sell the DVD at? They said, well, we'll we, we probably want to sell it at, you know, $24.95. And I said, okay, um, $24.95, okay. I said, give me, um, give me $7.50 for each one that you sell. I will give you the DVD and a license for you to duplicate the DVD. You do all the promotion. You do all the packaging and the distribution. And I'll just give you the DVD. But just, pay, just give me $7.50 for each one you sell. So we we ended up signing uh, uh, the agreement, and remember, four hundred thousand customers is what I put on my uh, joint venture uh, agreement. The the director said, you know, if this does really well, I'd like to um, promote this to my whole database. And I said to him, how big is your database? He goes, we have four point two million customers. Oh. Yeah. So I said, okay, interesting. So I I I scribbled and I I I. Changed 
campaign agreement. And I said, okay, as long as you know, that's in the agreement, then that's great. So we did the campaign with this company. The campaign took us between uh, about, eight, about 18, 12 to 18 months. And uh, from that period, we sold just over 200 and I think it was 2,000. So my cut on that was $7.50 and I, I, I collected just over 1.5 um, uh, million commission on that. Wow. That's a yeah. fantastic story. Yeah, pretty cool. I, I I love the ingenuity there. I mean, you, you walk out of the deal. You don't have a product. Five hundred dollars to get it created on on Elance. Elance, yeah. And, and did you ever do another version of it, or was that original? Elance? You know what? Yeah, yeah. You, you know what happened? We were we were looking at the the problem with working with companies like that, direct mail. They are they are campaign specific. Mm-hmm. So um, I was appointed uh, to work with a marketing manager who, who didn't understand anything about how joint ventures work. So um, it really ended up being uh, a one-shot deal with the company, even though um, they asked me to go and find them more products for their 4.2 million uh, customer database. Mm-hmm. But the, the there's so much scrutiny involved in what they will and what they won't promote to their list. And then it's a time frame, as in, oh, we can slot you in six months down the line or eight months down the line. So it's a very, very hard company to work with. Mm-hmm. But the initial, the initial um, uh, project that we did was, was very successful. <laughs> That's incredible. That's incredible. All right. So now before we wrap up, let, let's now let's, let's bring it back to the audience. And so the question I would pose to you is this. If you know, we have some listeners and, and they're listening to this going, holy cow, I, I never thought of joint ventures as, a, as such a way to accelerate my growth. You know, if they wanted to get a joint venture done in, let's say, the next 60 days, you know, what steps do they need to take? What advice do you have for them? Well, first of all, I would uh, um, uh, just figure out what your target market is first, and and an easy way to do that is I can put it I can put it really plain and simple. If whatever product you're selling right now, find out for find out from your customers what product they bought before they bought your product and what product are they going to buy after they buy your product and these two products are your joint venture uh, target market and they are the target for joint venture partnerships so that is really as simple as i can put it and then go out and find those um, jv partners that you want to work with who have access to those products and are in that in that target market so and so just to to elaborate on that so if we're looking for uh the the product that they buy before they buy ours, we're approaching those guys for distribution effectively. Correct, yes. And, and then for the people that, for the product they buy after, we're looking at effectively becoming their distribution? Yes, correct. Gotcha, right? So you're just figuring out where you are in the chain. That's fantastic. Now, uh, last question for you. Before we wrap this up, you know, if our if our listeners want to learn more from you, I know you've 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 written books with Jay Conrad Levinson, stuff like that. W- where can they find out more? I guess uh, if you want to find out more about what I do and and get in contact with me, it's um, www.milliondollarpartnering.com. Uh, if you want to find out more about the programs that I do, every quarter I do a program to train joint venture brokers and joint venture consultants. That's www.brokeringbootcamp.com. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. And to be honest with you, if you just type in Sahel Khan JV into Google, there's hundreds of videos you can see. There's even stuff that I give away for free that people have used to make money doing joint ventures. And okay, so you just said something there, and I just want to jump into that real quick. You said joint venture brokering or joint venture consultants. 
Now, that sounds different than doing joint ventures for your business. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Yes. If you want to take things to the next level and do joint ventures or, or joint venture brokering consulting for other companies, or if you want to create your own business uh, doing joint ventures, then uh, that's uh, www.brokeringbootcamp.com. Um, if you want to obviously do joint ventures for yourself, definitely uh, just the e- easiest and the, the most lowest cost effective way is if you go to amazon.com uh, pick up a copy of my book guerrilla marketing and joint ventures it, it was written it was actually the last book that uh, jay uh, collaborated on uh, jay Cohen levinson before he passed away so it's uh, it's a great book and it's uh, it'll give you everything you need to get you started doing joint ventures and even brokering to be honest with you in in, in, in your own right Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, so, Hales, thanks so much for, for sharing with us today and, and giving us so many valuable tips and strategies on, uh, on joint ventures. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, all right, everybody. That was Sohail Khan, a, a joint venture guru who's got uh, some incredible stories. And guys, you, you heard firsthand the power of getting out there and thinking creatively, leveraging other businesses to grow your business. And uh, so as always, any links mentioned in this interview, uh, the links that Sohail just mentioned will be included in the show notes along with the entire transcript of this episode. And you can find them as always at entrepreneurignited.com forward slash podcast. And uh, if you like what you heard today, please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. Your feedback and reviews are it's the fuel, guys, that gives me that momentum, that motivation to continue making this podcast the best info-packed podcast for digital entrepreneurs. And so now it's time to take all the tips and joint venture strategies you've learned here today and apply that final ingredient that'll actually make them work. And that ingredient is action. So go forth, take action, apply what you've learned, and stay tuned for more info-packed episodes of the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast. This is your host, Derek Gale, signing off. Thanks for listening to another info-packed episode of the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast with Derek Gale. For links to all of the resources plus an entire transcript of this episode, go to entrepreneurignited.com slash podcast. Make sure you never miss another episode. Subscribe now on iTunes or SoundCloud.